boom welcome to grown dad business guys we're here we're gonna have an amazing episode today uh i have a friend that i met uh via podcasting that i'm excited to introduce you guys to this week uh you may have read it's Jarrett reddick uh he is the lead singer of bowling for soup i know You've heard of songs like 1985. It's it's amazing. We talk all about this stuff. There's so many things that uh, he has done in his career that blew my mind. The more and more I learned, not only having like a hit rock band uh, for you know for 20 years, um, is just all the other stuff he's done. Um, the, one of the best theme songs of a cartoon in history. One of the most iconic children's characters ever. He's the voice of. It's like, people are like, wait, what? Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it's just really cool. He also has a podcast called Rockstar Dad um, that basically is is grown dad business, except he's a rock star and I'm a comedian. It's just fun dads hanging out. Uh, members of his band uh, are on that too. It's so much fun. Um, but uh, thanks for listening. And I just want to say thank you for continuing to support. Um, you might notice that, uh, a lot of my podcasts the last couple months have been every other week. It's just trying to find time to do some other things. To be honest, I'm trying, uh, to kind of, you know, juggle a lot of things going on, uh, <laughs> uh, with three kids and no live performing, no acting. It's tough. Uh, but I'm doing my live shows on Friday nights, happy hour. Uh, you can check that out now on Periscope, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I'm I'm streaming on all of those. You can watch it on anything, any of those four things. Um, every Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I have guests on uh, from comedy, acting. Uh, gonna have some musician guests. Jared, Jared's gonna come on my Friday live show sometime. Um, but thank you for supporting that, and especially thank you supporting through Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Aaron Kleiber. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way for you to support monthly for uh, what I'm doing. And right now, it's better than ever. It really is uh, because you know we're all you know distant. There's no live performing, so I'm trying to put on you know the podcast and the live happy hours, and hopefully you're entertained. And if you can support monthly, that's dope. I appreciate you. Um, you know, a dollar, three dollars, five dollars a month. But if you support, the more you support monthly. Uh, I send you stuff. We send you stuff my kids make. Uh, my my little Becca the professor made uh, bracelets for everybody. It was a cute thing. It was amazing that she did that for everybody that supports on Patreon. Um, also, you, you, you the more you support, t-shirts, stickers, uh, just thank you. Thank you for doing that. And also, uh, thanks for supporting the people that support me. Uh, like Kid Mental, you can hear his beats right now. Go check out kidmental.com. Uh, patreon.com slash kidmental. He does theme songs. Uh, he does all kinds of music and beats uh, for you. So go check him out. He's able to help you out, do that kind of stuff. And just enjoy his music too, because I love it. He plays every Friday to open up the show, hangs out with me on my live happy hour. So all love to Kid Mental. Uh, also, Ink Division, ink-division.com. Go check them out. They're, uh, they're helping out uh, comedians, musicians, entertainers, with uh, apparel orders, go check out ink-division.com or just at Ink Division. You'll find them. They're the ones that print my apparel, Grown Dad shirts. Me and Kid Mental uh, created these shirts. Uh, he's an incredible artist as well. 
And uh, you go to GrownDadShirts.com. You can see all those shirts, like my Be Kind, Be Funny shirt, uh, some, uh, some you know, music-inspired shirts, some funny shit, you know, just funny. Uh, go check that out. GrownDadShirts.com. You can save, I believe, 15% with GDB15. That's dope. Uh, also, huge shout out. I've got to, I got to show the picture. Um, if you're watching on video, you can see me talking. And that's the, oh, I want to mention, that's also patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. You get video. That's how you get video. You, you watch all the video. Uh, you can go check out Jarrett Reddick's, uh, awesome, uh, art in his, in his, in his, in his office and his guitars. Pretty dope. Uh, but a huge shout out to Mary Mac Bakehouse. Follow her at Mary Mac Bakehouse. You can check out her podcast, MaryMacPodcast.com. She sent uh, some baking things, some muffins, some peanut butter and jelly muffins. Also sends me the uh, Mary Mac uh, chicken and chicken rub and the anything rub. I use the chicken rub on everything. I'm making wings tonight with the Mary Mac chicken rub. But um, she does the MaryMacPodcast.com. In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Um, she's just such a sweetheart, such a great person, supports live comedy, and knows that I'm a fat guy and my family loves to bake. So all love to Mary Mac. She even put some gourmet coffee in there. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Um, also, last but not least, I just want to share this with you. I have a great supporter, uh, thehivedistro.com. Thehivedistro.com basically points you to some of the best CBD products that they represent. I, I use I use CBD ointments and lotions uh, for muscle uh, muscle pain, arthritis pain in my feet and my hands. And you guys can save, uh, I believe, 20% with the coupon code GROWN, G-R-O-W-N. If you order over $75, you get free shipping and handling. Uh, and there's a lot of things on there. There are bath bombs. Uh, this is CBD infused. It's not, it's not hyperactive like cannabis uh, THC. You don't got to worry about that. Um, but bath bombs, they have coffee beans, my elixir cure. I love that. They even have an all natural deodorant called man butter that I, that I use. I love that. They have CBD tinctures, which are drops, uh, go to the hive distro.com coupon code grown G R O W N. Um, other than that, you guys, thanks for listening. Go back and listen to some old episodes. If you haven't, um, I have over 200 episodes on grown dad business, um, you can go back and listen to some amazing celebrities, friends that I've talked to uh, uh, up. If you haven't listened, uh, episode 200 and 201 are two parts with Bob Saget, uh, Tammy Pescatelli, Brad Williams. Last episode, Johnny Beaner, hilarious comedian from the Midwest. Uh, one of the last guests on Letterman. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for supporting. I love you guys. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, thinking about taking a break in August uh, and then we'll we'll hit hard uh back in september i've taken a couple weeks off just to you know get things going because right now uh i don't think live performing is coming back anytime soon so i'm trying to do my shows i'm trying to get support for that and i'm also doing some side projects i, I gotta go do some side projects um you know uh go work in the yard go do some hardscape i don't know that's what i'm up to <laughs> i gotta do something uh, but no, and we got to gear up for school. Um, school starting, and I think we're doing school at home. So, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. So we're we're just I'm just trying to stay busy with my family and trying to keep things moving. But there's always you can always listen, you can always watch on Friday nights, and uh, I hope to have more special stuff out. But you guys, thank you for being kind and also being funny all the time uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Always funny. I love laughing when you guys uh send in send in messages and comments always funny because this is how we connect now so i appreciate you guys enjoy 
this podcast with Jarrett Reddick, everybody. Be kind, be funny. Granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants. That is hilarious. Just your mouth do. Rate and review this podcast while my daddy will go into a deep depression. <laughs> Boom. Jared. It, Aaron. You're here, dude. Grown dad business. Uh, I did my hair for you. I was telling you uh, because you have the coolest, messiest hair of anyone I know. Yeah, it's uh, my hair. You know, I got to thank my grandpa for the just the fact that I still have some because uh, <laughs> many of my friends do not. I know um, I'm. Uh, I I feel like I talk about this too much on the podcast now that I have video, but like you know, I'm starting to get that, you know. But you know, look, it's still hanging. We're still you're, cool. you're in good shape. You're it's in good, good. shape. Man. Yeah. You yeah. You have cool dad hair. Do your do your kids' friends look at you when you go show up to places like whoa? Why is his hair so cool? Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's it it's uh it basically <laughs> starts out when they're uh, when they're really little. It's like babies love it. Yeah, it's the point where it's like, well, I'm also covered in tattoos. So like, yeah, they get to a certain age and then they're like, you know, yeah. Why is your dad's hair sticking up? <laughs> why does he have, why does he have pictures drawn all over him? Dude, because he's a rock star. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> much the answer. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, for because anybody. So I, I know I'm just talking like people like know who I'm talking to sometimes, you know, who knows, uh, but they're already listening. So they know. Uh, it's just crazy that, you know, I, I'm first introduced to you, you know, by, as the, as, as Bowling for Soup, as the lead singer, writer for Bowling for Soup. But, uh, dude, I start learning about you and there's so much stuff I want to unpack. You, you, okay. Like as a dad and an entertainer, some of the things that you have done have been like, could be bucket list items. For sure. Yeah. I have (laughs) been, uh. In in the in the dad realm of things, uh, but here's the thing: I'm still not cool you know, <laughs> to my kids. But I will tell you that um, to their friends, yeah, I've got some pretty good ones under my belt. That's for dude. Sure. I, I I will say um, first of all, um, I have been since I talked to you weeks ago. By the way. You are Rockstar Dad. That is your podcast, Rockstar Dad. I was on your podcast, Rockstar Dad. Yep, Rockstar Dad show. It airs on Adobe Radio uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays, and then uh, it becomes a podcast available everywhere. The uh, podcast is is usually lo- uh, a little longer. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and we just it, we talk about being dads. You know, yeah. uh, my drummer and I, who uh, we were sitting in a pool drinking beer one day, and, and we we noticed like every time we get together, all we do is talk about our kids. It's yeah. like this is a show. You know, it, we, I'm a comedian. You're a rock star. It's the same show. Yeah. <laughs> just, with, just with different road experience. Yeah. You're, you're so very right. We talked about that on my show, actually. Yeah. 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 The, your listeners should go and listen to my show and compare to see. Uh, this, no, which, this is great. This is like, of- <laughs> it's fun that, like, at this point, anybody listening that, you know, we have like, you know, hilarious moms, cool dads. Like, you know, single people, whatever. Everybody everybody likes just people cutting up about stuff. Yeah. But uh, I feel like there's like a couple podcasts we'll just rotate. You just yeah. 
all the all the dad laughs all in one couple shows. It'll be yeah, great. Absolutely. You know, it's it's just something that you know what we saw it as, and I'm sure this is this is probably part part of your um, drive as well. Was you know you're you're like you're getting comedians, we're getting musicians, comedians, entertainers because every you know dads, moms can be a rock star, you know? I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, great dads are just rock stars, you know? And that was the whole th force behind it. And it's just, it's something that people don't normally get asked about because in the context of talking to the news station about your show this week, right. or the newspaper about your new special or right. whatever, they're not going to go, oh, and how's Billy, you know? Right. I mean, so <laughs> for, for, uh, for so it's really interesting because we've, we've, We've never been told no if it weren't a scheduling thing because people sure. love talking about their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, especially like just, you know, being able to talk to people that can relate to it, you yeah. know, because there's only there's only so much I could say on stage about my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. only so much I um, so it's just like, yeah, let's let's add another hour a week to cut up about our kids. You know, right? yeah, you're you're yeah, you're right, because. You know, if you and, and same, I mean, I can tell stories about my kids on stage or on um, on, you know, where various outlets or one of my podcasts or whatever. And I often yeah. do. But, you know, you can't just sit there and just talk about your kids because you alienate all the people that don't have them or don't like them. You know? Yeah, true. <laughs> I'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Like, I'm sure you have fans that you never thought you were like, really? You like what I do? Really? There's like, oh, yeah. you know, I, I'll be, you know. Some of the I've had old couples, lesbian couples who don't have children. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, right. Fun is fun is fun, and that's yeah. why, dude. That's why I appreciate just uh, you know being able to you know talk to you and like see another dad. By the way, realizing how much we have in common is ridiculous. It's it's been it actually started to get weird <laughs> on on my on because when, when we had talked first, you know, about getting together. Um, well, actually, we should tell the story that the first time we actually met, you thought you were doing my show and I <laughs> thought I was doing yours. Yeah, no. See, uh, you know, we have a bunch of kids and we're busy and we're trying to uh, we're trying to we're trying to float our creative careers during this during these times. So <laughs> well, it's just I didn't know also, what was happening. Also, we're artists trying to do our own schedules. Yeah. You know? And yeah. really that should be left to the professionals, but right now is the time to just like hey, I'm yeah. just trying to do the best I can. Yeah, I think uh I think I think you I I thought I was doing your podcast. Right. And then I asked you for a, a link because every nobody has used StreamYard, Holler, StreamYard uh, right. is how I produce my shows and my podcast. Um and so does Jarrett. Yes. And uh I just thought, oh, everybody I've I've done podcasts with has Zoom. So I'm like, hey dude, send me a Zoom link. <laughs> and you're like, why? I don't okay, man. Like I'm already like here, you do it for me. Like, yeah. like <laughs> that is I'm like, why am I sending him a you're like this dude? I can't like, even make a Zoom link. But like, all right, okay, I'll do it. You know, I mean, so I send you the Zoom link, and we're just talking. I felt like such an idiot. And then I'm just like, "Well, do you want to go ahead and do your show now?" And you're like, "Wait a minute, are we doing my show or your?" Show? I know. <laughs> so then we just hung out for a little bit, and then uh, I did your show, Rockstar Dad. Also, dude, here, okay, it's getting creepy here. Uh, 
I did a podcast uh, about movies for about four years. Oh, right. And That's right. You do. Jared goes to the movies, right? That's right. Yeah. Another weekly podcast that I do that. I've been doing that one for almost five years. Um, but yeah, it, and again, and then we found it, don't we have a connection? Both have a connection to Lawton, Oklahoma or something. What, what was the other weird thing? I can't remember. I don't remember. I'm sure it'll come up. Well, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is another thing. You do. You do have a Pittsburgh connection. I do. Yeah. So my dad and his family are from Pittsburgh. So I'm a, uh, I'm a rabid Steelers fan and actually come to Pittsburgh. Uh, at, well, not this year, but usually once a year for a game. Yeah. That's crazy. I, uh, yeah. And then, and then having stuff all over the walls and movie posters. And I'm like, if we were 10, we would build a shack together. 100%. Yeah. And if we were 40 and our parents got married, we would have just become best friends. <laughs> I know. I, um, what was I going to uh, mention? So I, I had to tell you this because, uh, I was starting to say since I met you and I'm going to get into all the stuff, cool stuff you did because people like hearing cool stuff. Yeah. Um, especially. So I will have to say, I don't, you know, I'm trying to be your friend here, but I also have to say I have been singing 1985 <laughs> yeah. since I met you. Right. And, and that's a thing. Yeah. It, I'm sure uh, it I mean, I've been very blessed to be able to put out some songs that are pretty catchy. I mean, and, uh, here, here's the conclusion I came to. I was telling my wife, I was like, ever since I was like, oh yeah, Jared, Bull and Sue, oh, that's a great song. But it's just, I, I, I think I perused through like, oh yeah, these are good songs. Yeah, I remember this. You know, this is good. But in 1985, I just said to my wife, I go, this is our, my generation, our generations, we didn't start the fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. Yeah. It's like, I just keep going through. And then it made me think of, we didn't start the fire. I'm like, dude, but it's like the happy version. It was like, we didn't fuck up like our parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yours is like, hey, you guys were assholes. We're having fun. It, I'm telling you, Billy Joel is crying and you're like, fucking we made yeah. it. It's yeah. Like, fuck it. Right. Yeah, man. So well, I've never heard it compared to that, but that's just a good point. You know, it's, uh, it's like the happy version. Yeah. Yeah, luckily, you know, nobody is uh, nobody's like taken 1985 and gone. Is this a song about Karen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I just made that joke up, and I'm never going to tell it again. That one okay. fell very flat. I'll cut this. This is cut. Leave it in. Leave it in. I can't help playing with my hair. Oh, because it's, yeah. it's not glued down. I'm not used to it yet. Right. So when I try to have cool hair like you. I touch it too much. Now yeah. I just I, I got the I got like the Richard Marks haircut. What is oh, this? Oh, nice. Now Speaking you're of, like have it's like Phil Collin from Def Leppard, you know, like where it's like just enough. Like it looks cool like that. I'm going I'm going for I'm going for Swayze Roadhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, well you got to get you need a little uh you need a little action in the back for that. I know. I know. Anyway, um here's the other thing too. This this is another thing that like broke my brain when I started because I because you know I wanted to I wanted to listen to your music more you know I'm like refresh you know right, right and uh and I'm like I'm like they sing Stacy's mom <laughs> I know it's a I know it's the whole thing but just I'm just being introduced to this okay, okay. all right because I'm like so I think it was like my wife or said something like do they sing Stacy's mom I go no and 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 I asked my other friend. She, she said, "Yeah, they do." I'm like, "No, they don't." I'm telling yeah. you, I DJed in the 2000s. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was another band. I know it. Yeah. I go, I go on shout out Spotify. You can find everything on there um, from both of us. So yeah. I go on Spotify and it's like Stacy's mom bowling for soup. I was like, what is happening right now? Right. I thought I was going crazy. And then I see, I guess you had it on an album or an LP. And it said, I laughed my ass off for like two minutes. It said, everybody thinks we did it. So now we did. Exactly. Yeah genius yeah that's i it, that how did is, that how did that happen Where, did you have people yelling at you tell me about this dude it it, it was the craziest because it did me time because we were showing up at like we were doing at the time 1985 had been this huge hit mm-hmm. and we were doing tons and tons of like uh, our shows but also a bunch of like fairs and things like that sure. and and when you'd show up at those places, there'd be like little kids and they'd be holding up signs and say, Stacy's mom and, and parents wearing shirts, moms that, that just said, I'm Stacy's mom. And they'd come up to you and be like, I'm Stacy's mom. They'd be like, congratulations. I tell Stacy hello. You know, I, it's, and to be honest, I have two theories on what happened. Okay. Um, but, I, but, I, but to finish the story, it got crazy. It got so nuts that if you Googled Stacy's mom, Bowling for Soup was the second thing that came up. Now, we had never performed a song, never. And that is such a weird, like, I can't, I was, when I, when I, you know, I dug into it and then I was like, what? Yeah. I was trying to think, I could not think of another mm-hmm. band or bands that have ever happened to before. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's definitely, I, I can't think of one. I mean, but I can, t- so I can tell you that then it was getting, iTunes was getting really big at the time. And it yeah. was kind of all, it was kind of the only game in town. Right. Um, and so I was just like, you know what, man, let's just cover it. And we sold 8,000 8, of them in one month. And right. I was like, and the great thing was, is I was, I was good friends with Adam Schlesinger, rest in mm-hmm. peace, COVID got him. And um, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, from Fountains of Wayne, and uh, he passed no with like one of the he's like the first celebrity, actually. Um, and uh, very sad, and and a great, great friend of mine. And we I did not we, know that he and I actually wrote High School Never Ends together, which is another one of our hits. Oh, wow, yeah. And um, so anyway, I you know, I, I would tell him of this saga, and he would be like, Man, that's weird. I'm just like, Are people coming to your shows like shouting 1985? And he's like, No, they don't even. Yell Stacy's mom at our shows because he was just kind of like that humor wise. Yeah. And anyway, I sent him the song and he was just like, it's so nice to hear our song with the vocals in tune. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I don't know if I should, you know, God bless rest in peace. Like, yeah. I don't know if I, just, I, I went to the two. I, I like yours. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, yours. Ours, you know, well, ours is, it's got more of a pop punk sensibility to it. You know, they're, because yeah. they were more of a power pop band. Mountains okay. Away. Um, so here are my two theories. Yeah. Theory one, at the time, those two songs were huge. They were huge at the same time. Both were all over VH1 and, yeah. and the, and the channels like that. Um, and we all of my band are very recognizable and they're not, they're all real, real. Like if fountains of Wayne walked into the room at a bus station, you wouldn't know. Whereas like <laughs> we walk into a room, like everybody's going to go, Oh, those dudes, I know them from somewhere kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. What are they? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so they're very, they were very unassuming and, and, uh, but you know, like good looking dudes, but just regular yeah. guys. Yeah. Theory one, theory two, 
Lime, it's also during the time of LimeWire and Napster being so huge. And oh. the, this theory is, is that it got labeled wrong yeah. and literally spread. And that would explain why it's like that worldwide, because it's not just like that in the U.S. It's like that in Japan, yeah. Brazil, U.K. Like, you know, I do a bit to this day and I do it every show because it works every time where I'm like, <laughs> how many of you were excited to that we were coming to town and that place goes nuts. How many of you were super excited to hear our huge hit Stacy's mom? Ah, that is not our song. <laughs> that's what I, that's great. <laughs> I I mean, I, I've heard there are comedians. Some people have said, and another, you know, I've had on small scales, people say, Oh, you do that. You do that joke. You're, and I'm like, Nope. Yeah. No, that's Jim Brewer. Yeah. <laughs> nope. like, that's, right. But I'm right. like, but thanks. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was such a phenomenon at the at for for a, a solid three or four years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it still is. It's still. I mean, it's still when I when I meet new neighbors. Swear to God, I meet new neighbors, and they're like, uh, "Oh, you're you're the you're the Bollinger Soup guy, dude. I love Stacy's mom." And like sometimes I'll just like not say anything. Sure. Um, like, yeah. yeah. You know. And I mean, it. I literally got. <laughs> I literally last night got a email forwarded to me from a friend who was like, Hey, my neighbor really just wanted me to forward this to you. And that was the first thing, dude, I found you when I first heard Stacy's mom, you know, but girl of the bad guys one is my favorite song. And it's just like, wow. So, you know, I mean, there could be worse things yeah, no. to be associated to your band. Like, I mean, at least it's not like a Creed song or something, you know, yeah. like you guys, the arms wide open guys. Like, no, 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 Big. My thing about um, about this is what I think certain genre, like I think our genre of music misses out on, mm. uh, and that is like we all do sound very similar, and like and our and and our songs are are similar enough to where we should be doing that thing where like Waylon covers Willie and Willie covers Johnny Cash mm. and Johnny Cash covers Chris Christopherson, and you know what I mean, and you just are constantly it's this barrage of this just unit. You know, right, of, right, right. Everybody singing everybody else's song. Yeah, because you, know? you see some of the some of the guys. You know, you look at you know, or, or guys and ladies. You see some of these big stars: Carrie Underwood, you know, Beyonce, country singers, Bruce Bruce Springsteen. You know, they're singing each other's songs. Like, you know, yeah. I love this song so much. You guys yeah. do that. It shows. Like, you, uh, you, we you, do, but see, that's just it. We don't do it within our genre. We do it. We'll do. You know, we do like a cover every every show but, but it'll sometimes it'll be sometimes really random like a katie perry song or yeah, or yeah, we'll yeah. Do a, you know like i said we'll do a johnny cash song or something like yeah. that uh, yeah i mean you know most bands do that you know um and and actually we're releasing covers that now because of yeah. the way the, the way the world of music works now you can 
you can release a cover of a song without paying a royalty because the mm. Spotify, YouTube, and all of them do your accounting for you. So wow. if you didn't write it, you just don't get paid for that section of it, but you can get yeah. paid for the performance of it. Right. And so uh, as long as you don't sell it, you can cover and put out whatever you want. And that's what oh, I'm that's telling cool. you. I'm telling that's young fans that all the time. Like, man, you have this. Yeah. You know, like you have the, the biggest accountants in the world doing the work for you, man. Just cover shit. You know? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Um, damn. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think your theory of the LimeWire thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, um, uh, forgive me. I was a DJ in the 2000s, and yeah. I knew all about LimeWire. I was in college. You know yeah, what I mean? Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. But I also, I also, my anxiety, OCD in me, I would always be changing those errors. Like right. every when you would download, like you you'd need like you know to DJ this weekend. I need these two songs, you know, from the radio, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you're looking for you're looking for songs, and I would see them all, and I would change all the file names. That's how right. crazy I was. Right. So you're right because yeah. a lot of what I did, which was insane in my brain, right, is to like that's not the name of that song exactly, and I would change it, you know. Yeah. It would also help searching when you're DJing, but like I think that that is a huge plus plus it's such a good song and they're like yeah blowing for soup did that i love them like yeah you know, like it's well yeah that's just it like the fountains of wayne were doing really well but they hadn't sure. had like a hit hit yet and we yeah. have and so you know i think it just you know it made sense it also sounds topically like something we would sing right right know? right right um so yeah, man. I mean, I think that's it. But yeah, it's uh, that's interesting, dude. It, it blows my mind. It's still in our set. You know, we still play it, and yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things. I mean, it, it's it'll stick with us. For, I mean, again, it's been. You know, it's funny. It was, <clears throat> I guess, it was eight or nine years that we were getting credit for it before we did it. Right. And you know that, and now we just still do. I mean, it's just part of the whole thing. But yeah, no, it is. It, it's such a, a weird thing that I was like, I got, I got to ask him about this. This is so crazy. I mean, I, I saw a little bit about it, but dude, okay. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk about somebody else's song for 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> I think we just did. Yeah. Well, it's just, a, it's such a neat thing. Uh, but the fact that like, you know, they're like, oh no, that band did it. It's so good. They did yeah. it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, dude, I, there's other things. I just want to ask you about stuff. Cause it's such interesting things. Cause I, I mean, I, as entertainers, we're always intrigued by other people's paths, you know, True. like, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, did you, so this, this kind of blew my mind, all my nieces and nephews, I know this was like huge, and as soon as I heard the Phineas and Ferb theme song, yeah, dude, I was like, it's one of those things where now, like, I consider you a friend, and I'm like, I find that out. I'm like, get the fuck, shut up, <laughs> shut up, that's awesome, yeah. and I was like, even my wife, I was like, honey. Jared did that song. Yeah. Like, I, was like, I was like, that's so awesome. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's like you find, you meet some of your friends in showbiz and you're like, you did the thing. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's, that's a I, fun ass thing to get. Man. Uh, such a blessing. And such I a mean, you're, cool. You're, that's like the lexicon of best cartoon theme songs of all time. Yeah. I mean, I think it's up there. You know, oh, I, dude, I, so fun. I definitely think it's up there with Scooby-Doo and, you know. Uh, a couple of the other ones, Flintstones maybe, but um, man, that's a really cool story too, actually. Uh, the, I love it. Uh, so basically the two creators of that show were both writers on the Simpsons at the same time. Okay. And the Simpsons writer room, apparently at the time, Bowling for Soup was the go-to band that everybody agreed upon. 
they so were they were both they were the both writers room. Yeah, Dan Pavitar went on to be the original one of the original directors and animators on Family Guy, mm-hmm. and then Swampy Marsh went on to create Rocco's Modern Life. Wow! And um, so then they came back together doing this show, developing it for Disney, and basically had me. <clears throat> uh, at, I was basically the guy that was going to do the theme a year or two before I even knew it. Like, yeah. And so they uh, they arranged this meeting. Now, so I go to L.A. and I had already done Jimmy Neutron and I had done like a bunch of stuff for Scooby Doo and things like that. Yeah. Um. And, and various other shows, but I had been told no a bunch too. Like I had gone <laughs> into a lot of meetings and I had written a lot of songs for things that didn't. Right. Like so, you have that, you have that story at the, at the, at the 11th hour, uh, your pink Panther, new pink Panther theme was canceled. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, I have like things that were tempted into, t- dude, I had the theme for Shrek two until the dude from counting crows wrote the first happy song he's ever written in his fucking life. <laughs> And just ripped it from me. Just that's hilarious. And not only did he do it, he did it with this magical song where I'm just like, he's better than me, you know. (laughs) Just fuck you, Adam. You know, that's tough. I've been cut from about a dozen movies, and that's tough. That's tough. (laughs) Dude, sidebar. Yeah. We were in the Britney Spears movie, uh, as the band that the love interest is in at the very first of the movie. Uh, it's called Crossroads. Yes. Oh, I remember, and but I don't remember. This is the fucking. This is so. This is so sad. But it's just what you just said, man. Like, uh, they basically have Bowling for Soup, and then I teach this guy how to play this song, and he's in our band at the first of the movie. Like as, as I said, and so the movie comes out, and uh, my guitar player's parents go see it. And he's completely cut from the whole fucking movie. So like, it's like me. There's like a little blurb of our bass player's shirt, and then you kind of see Gary for a second, and then it's just all Anson Mount, the actor or whatever. Like they yeah. just completely cut Chris Burney out of it. So that that dude knows what it's like to be on the cutting. Wow. Room. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So Phineas and Ferb. So I go, I go to this. I go to L.A. Steel Panther is this band that uh, – are you familiar with Steel yes. Panther? Okay, so, you know, they used to do the thing where they had the residences, so they played every week. So okay. I, I go to see them the night before, and I am hungover as all get out the, next, the yeah. day of my meeting. And I call my manager, and I just – oh, no, he calls me. He goes, hey, your car's downstairs. And I go, hey, I'm just not going to go. And he go, and he goes, what? I go, yeah, they're just going to, like, have me do some shit, and then I'm, they're not going to – hire me anyway like this is stupid i'm gonna go back to sleep and then i'm gonna go get some chicken wings you know and he goes get get up and get fucking dressed right now and go down and get in that car so i do and um i go to this meeting and man i had the best time i mean there's this big sign welcoming me well phineas and ferb welcomes jarrett reddick and we we had dinner or lunch and they all cussed on the on the disney lot and i was like we can cuss here (laughs) yeah we can cuss i'm just like this is fucking amazing. You know, I'm looking at a statue of this. Of this you guys cuss at Disney? And I'm like, this is fucking great, guys. You know? Um, but yeah, man, they basically sat me down and they were like, look, we've already got a theme song, but we want you to turn it into like a 
a song song. So this 30 yeah. second song, can you make it into a three and a half minute tune? And uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, I can. Dude, and, they, yeah. and you know what? Yeah. I, that was something, you know, listening back to it. And I'm like, this is a long ass song. And I'm like, it was such a good idea. They just used us like a, a hit single. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They just wrote a hit single for their for their cartoon, which is they very did. they did not yeah, normal. They're they're incredible. Well, you know, music was a huge part of that show. They wrote a song yeah. or two for every episode. And right. um, but I was actually able to that day I got to read for a part and I ended up getting a bigger part than what I read for, which was mm-hmm. the singer for the band Love Handle. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I got to write a bunch of songs with them over the course of the nine years, and that theme will, you know, it it'll be what that's what, around forever. That's what I mean, man. It's it's I know it's one of the best because you know, I I, I wasn't like a super fan of it then, but I I, I know it enough, yeah. you know, to have seen it. My kids have picked it up again, and I I just remember my niece and nephews were obsessed with it, singing it, yeah. where I knew the words. But like it's such a fun thing that, like, you know, I'm I'm excited to talk about it because I like celebrating other friends and other dads who like, you know, you're like it's a fun thing you get to do that leaves a legacy for your kids. Even though your music is fun, of course your kids can jam and rock out. Right. But like, but like having something like a cartoon like that, where you're just like, yeah, man, that's there forever. And it's such a creative thing to have, you know, it is man. And you know, it's funny. We kind of measure a lot of stuff by like how our kids react to it. Mm. While that show was really hot. uh, It was really written for, so that, that, cartoon is very calculated it's i call it shrek without the fart jokes right (laughs) there are tons of jokes in it that are for the parents and they Mm -hmm. they make the songs not annoying on purpose like it's they don't try to just earworm your kids they try to make you sing along it's it's brilliant but they basically disney was having trouble getting like nine to 13 year old boys Mm -hmm. watching disney Right. Well, they accomplished that with this show, but it got bigger and bigger than that. But right. my kids really weren't into it because of just their ages didn't hit sure. correctly. So my son is now 14, and this is his his new thing, and it's been constant over the last couple of months because he's going into high school. Uh, yeah. And uh, But basically, he'll FaceTime me at 8, 9, 10, 11 o'clock sometimes, hmm. and I know every single time he'll be like, Dad. Sing Phineas and Ferb for Aubrey, you know, and, and and I'll just be like, man, I'm like watching, you know, I'm watching a movie. Or just sing it real quick. And then all of his friends will be in the back. Mr. Reddick, sing it, sing it for or whatever. And I'll just go, there's a hundred and four. And they'll all just go, ah, <laughs> thanks, dad. I love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's such, that is a funny thing. You think of being a teenager and be like, Cause, no, it's my dad. Nope. Yeah. That's my like you're in that conversation and it, yeah. that's my dad. No, it's not. Call your dad right now. It's my dad. I'm telling you right now. That's Man, such a he, fun thing. This kid, it, he's the first one really to use it to his advantage. But he had a teacher last year that was <laughs> mean as shit, but found out that she was a huge bowling for soup fan. Yeah. And Man, he won her over. I mean, just like he brought her a guitar pick, and like, <laughs> right. You know, I mean, just full on used my shit. But you know, that's what it's there for. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna be like, I'm friends. I'm friends shit. with him, teacher. Shit, I'm using your shit. I'm like, my friend's got a special out. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, that's a fun thing. Like, I, what do you guys want? Kids are here. Oh, neat. Um, no, I. Uh, it's fun thing that. Uh, 
you know, I've all I'm I'm trying to find something like that. Like I'm like, I want to do cartoon voices. You know, you you audition for it and stuff. And you know, um, it is fun when your kids can see you on TV and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I've done I've done a Nickelodeon show and they saw me do that silly stuff. But um, just to have like an iconic thing, yeah, that is like oh, like all kids love this. Like this, yeah, is, it it's, it's rad. Well, you're pro- I. I assume we're segueing into the next one because I, so I hit Phineas and Ferb, right? Yeah. And like, I could have never known that that thing was going to be as big as it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, it's, Oh, I remember the other thing we were talking about improv comedy. Cause I, okay. I started doing improv comedy here in Dallas. And I usually don't say that to comedians. Cause I, <laughs> usually when you do, they'll just go, Oh yeah. Like name a color, you know, whatever. Yeah. They, no, just, I get it. Do. You're yeah. right. I, I just happened to have done improv for over a decade before I did stand up. So exactly. No, I know that's something what we had in common. And I meant to ask you on my show, if like, that's something where you got to be like, yeah, I did improv. Oh, and I did this thing too, you know, because yeah, they'll, they'll just, the, the comedian, you know, those, you know the comedians. You're not like this, which is, I think, the reason why you and I are hitting it off as the way we are. But there's those comedians who have shows, so to speak, that can't allow the guest to be funny or to get a point across without them right. being able to exclamate that with their punchline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I got asked on a show um, – and, and they were, and they asked me how I got to be the voice of Chuck E. Cheese. Right. And oh, I was going to bring that up. Da, 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 da.